Let's uh, prepare our hearts for worship this morning. There's uh, going to be a little change. Uh, the words for the hymns that we sing, will sing will be up on the screen. That's another thing we're testing and seeing how you like that, if you like it. And then if you don't have a with one voice during the time that we're greeting one another, be sure to pick one up because we need that for our confession of sin. So in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, let us begin our worship this morning 
by sharing God's peace with one another. I invite you to stand for this next song.
page 10 for their confession of sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us search ourselves in a moment of silent prayer. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of God. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare unto you the forgiveness, the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. First, reading this morning is from the Old Testament of Isaiah, chapter 49, verses 1 through 7. Listen to me, O coastlands, and hearten your peoples from afar. The Lord called me from the womb, from the body of my mother. He named my name. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. 
in the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me a polished arrow in his quiver. He hid me away. And he said to me, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I've spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely my right is with the Lord and my recompense with my God. And now the Lord says, who formed me from the womb, to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. He says, it is too light a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and his Holy One, to one deeply despised, abhorred by the nations, the servants of rulers. Kings shall see and arise, princes, and they shall prostrate themselves because of the Lord, who is faithful, the only one of Israel who has chosen you. The word of the Lord. Let us read together the prayer of the day. Holy God, our strength and our redeemer, by your spirit hold us forever, that through your grace we may worship you and faithfully serve you, follow you and joyfully find you through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. The epistle reading is from 1 Corinthians 1, verses 1 through 9. Called by the will of God, Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and our brothers Sothenes, to the church of God who is at Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with all those in every place, call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to God always for you because of the grace of God which was given you in Christ Jesus that in every way you were enriched in him with all speech and all knowledge even as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in the spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I invite the children to come forward. Do you know what it is to go fishing? Do you know what fishing 
about fish? Uh-huh, yeah. You know fishing, right? Yeah. Sometimes when I go fishing, I catch a fish. Sometimes when I go fishing, I don't catch any fish. But sometimes when I go, I catch a great big fish. And I'm so happy that I want to show it to someone because I'm so happy. So I say to people, come and see what I caught. I want to show you. See? Yeah. What is that? That's a fish. A fish. I don't know what to say. Kids say the funniest thing. Come and what? See. Come and see what I caught. So this morning I'm going to talk to the big people about coming and seeing. Come and see what I have in here. You want to come and see what I have in here? Can you take the top off? Take the top. Come and see. And what is a cookie? Yeah. A cookie. Do you want a cookie? Let's pray. Let's, let's do it in a song. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving each one of us. We love you, too. Amen.
Please rise as we read together the gospel recorded in Matthew, chapter 3. The next day he saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This was John the Baptist. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, for he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend as a dove from heaven, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. The next day again, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked and said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What do you seek? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, So you are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. The word, the gospel of our Lord. You may be seated, preparing our hearts to hear God's word. Lord, let our hearts be good soil. Oh, 
And now may the words of my mouth and may the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This portion from the Gospel text. When Jesus turned and saw them, the two that had been following John, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, where are you staying? Jesus said to them, Come and see. These are thy holy words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us in thy truth, for thy word is eternal truth. Amen. I think we've all had moments in our lives uh, when we've said something like this, come and see, come and see what I've got, or come and see what I've found, or come and see what just happened to me, or come and see the fish I just caught, come and see. You're not going to believe it unless you come and see. You've just got to come. We've all probably had moments in our lives like that when we said that. I got to tell you once when I said that, long time ago, long, long time ago, but never forgotten. In the olden days, churches used to call the property committee the board of trustees. Maybe some of you go back that far. Well, it was trustee meeting night for me in my first parish in northern Wisconsin. And sometimes those meetings go on and on. This one was comprised of four of us. Everett, Artie, and Elmer, along with me. And sometimes our trustee meetings got off track, lasting much longer than they really needed to, lasting much longer than my wife hoped that they would last who had just two weeks previously become a mother for the first time. As usual, at this meeting, like I said, sometimes they get off track, and we got to sharing our latest fishing stories because these four guys were northern Wisconsin ice fishermen, which I adapted to quite easily. when they should have perhaps been discussing who's been assigned to shovel all the snow off the eight steps that lead up to the front door of our church for the month of January. Or they maybe should have been reminding each other which one of you or which one of us checked the filters in the furnace like we discussed at our last meeting has anyone done that? 
Or we've got money counters arranged for this month, but have we made arrangements for February? Or have we completed work on the budget that's going to be presented at the annual meeting in two weeks from now? You maybe get the picture of the four of us ice fishermen trying to tend to the business of the church but getting off track on one of those cold, blustery, wintry northern Wisconsin nights when the meeting lasted far too long, when all I could think of was getting the blame thing over so I could get home to be with my wife and my newborn just two weeks old. It was just a couple of days after Christmas. And the the lights down in the main street are about two blocks long, main street. The Christmas lights were still hanging from pole to pole. And the bells of Christmas were still ringing in our ears. And I was filled. I was filled with joy. Wow, what a wonderful time. Christmas, but now this new joy, our newborn born just three days before Christmas, this joy overpowering me, the joy of first-time fatherhood. If you're a father or a mother, you've been there. You know what I'm talking about. Filled with that same kind of joy, with that firstborn child. The middle name of that little infant born three days before Christmas, obviously the first name had to be Norwegian, Marit. But the middle name, what do you think we called her? Marit Joy. Marit Joy. As the meeting was closing, I said to these three burly northern Wisconsin ice fishermen, my buddies, come and see. Our house was just a half minute's walk from the church, plastered on the same lawn as our white frame church. I said, come with me, I've got something to show you. I've got something special to show you. Having given up on what she had hoped would be a short trustee meeting, she tucked little baby Mara Joy into her crib, and she herself tucked in for the night listening to the precious songs coming from the crib close to our bed. Interrupting the darkness of our bedroom with the flip of the light switch, my dear wife awakened to the presence of four men standing, hovering over her, while she lay there in bed. What are you laughing for? (laughs) 
somewhat startled. I told her, hey, I just couldn't hold it in. My joy. I could do no otherwise. I had to share my joy. I could do no other way, not only share it, tell them about it, but I had to show them my joy. I could do no otherwise. I had to do it. I had to say what? Come and see. I'm going to now move away from the sermon for about one sentence. As an aside to that sermon, I learned something that night. <laughs> I don't think I have to tell you what it was. Back to the sermon. In last Sundays, you will recall the story about John the Baptist, who was a very, very busy guy baptizing all over the territory, lots and lots and lots of people coming to him. The baptism, as he called it, of repentance. This Sunday's text says that two of his followers were with him. When Jesus, just out of nowhere, walked by them, and when John saw Jesus, he said to his two followers, Maybe something like this. Did you see what I just saw? Did you see him walking by us? I am convinced, John said to them, that he is the promised Messiah, the promised Lamb of God. I am I'm convinced of that, he told his two followers. Can you see them talking about this Jesus who had walked by? The gospel says that John lost two followers that day because he had convinced them that this was the Messiah. And they chose rather than follow John, that they would now follow Jesus. Jesus, seeing these two guys trailing him, turned to them and said, maybe something like this, why are you guys following me? Or more precisely in the words of the text, what are you guys looking for? The two men responded, having become convinced to whom they were speaking, Teacher, where are you staying? Our text says in response to Jesus' invitation to come and see that Andrew and his partner his name is never identified, went to where Jesus was staying and remained with him that day until about the 10th hour. 
maybe about the same time that that trustee meeting should have ended, Andrew, having spent the day with Jesus, couldn't hold it in, couldn't keep it to himself. Filled with joy of having been with the promised Messiah, he could do no otherwise. He had to tell somebody, and the first person he thought of was to tell his brother. And so he ran to where he knew his brother was because of the joy that had filled his heart because he had found the promised Messiah. He could do no otherwise. He had to find his brother to tell him to come and see. I consider Andrew, who's pretty much lost in the stories of the 12 disciples, not given much attention, to be just under John the Baptizer, the second missionary recorded in scriptures, the second teller of the Jesus story, the second teller of the coming of the promised Messiah, the second teller of the Lamb of God who will take away the sins of the world. Andrew, think about that. Andrew initiates the mission of the Christian church. Andrew initiates the mission that is yours and mine. To do what? To reach out. To reach out. When he runs to his brother Simon with the joyful news that I have found the Messiah. Come and see. Come and see, Peter. See for yourself. Come and see. Back, someplace, somewhere, sometime, someone. Let me start that over again. Back, someplace, somewhere, Sometime, someone said to you and to me, what? Come and see. And hopefully, filled with the joy of first-time fatherhood or motherhood, hopefully filled with God's Spirit's presence in our lives through baptism, Hopefully, our lives filled with the Advent wreath. The what? The hope, the peace, the joy, and the love. We, like Andrew, filled with this, we, like Andrew, can do no otherwise. 
the love of God filling our hearts, compelling us to reach out as missionaries in this neighborhood of vastly unchurched people. Simply saying, saying simply. Get that? Simply saying, saying simply, come and see. It used to be so different. It used to be that when I was pastor here in the late 80s and early 90s, that frequently people would come to this place on their own, coming to see what we were about. People exploring, people who had just moved here as this whole area was just beginning to burst, it seems, because of intel and all the rest that intel brought with it. People looking for a new church home. In those days, we had a thriving 12-hour-a-day ministry downstairs. Kids of the Kingdom. At the height of the program, when I left, we had 17 employees. We were licensed for 57 kids. And there was a waiting list to get in. Some of those people who were downstairs showed up on Sunday morning. They knew what was happening downstairs, the loving care of their child, and they wondered what was happening up here. Was the same kind of love happening up here that they were experiencing down below? But that's not happening. But that's not happening anymore. And it's not just us. It's not just Shepherd of the Valley. It's not just the Lutheran Church but it's happening throughout our nation, the decline of the Christian church. Just like what happened in Europe decades ago, where cathedrals are now frequented by tourists, not for worship, but for picture-taking and for the awe-inspiring experiencing of seeing these beautiful structures, which on Sunday morning are next to vacant. I hope, I hope that you love this place. I hope that you love this place so much and I believe you do, or you wouldn't be here. I hope you love what goes on here so much. The spiritual nurturing that takes place, the spiritual encouragement that takes place between you and between you and your pastor. I hope that you love this place so much, the fellowship that you share and the friendships 
that you create. I hope that you love this place so much that you are involved in the social ministry of this church as you reach out to those less fortunate than we. All of this, all of this and more, I hope you love this place so much, prompting you to say to some of your friends who may not have a church home, prompting you to say to them simply, simply something not so involved, simply saying something simple like, come and see. Come and see what happens here on Sunday morning. Come and see, because we've got something that maybe if you could come and experience here, that you would want it too. What do we have? We have a Jesus who loves us, who cares for us, who brings us hope, peace, joy, and love. Come and see. Heavenly Father, we've heard sermons like this before. I've preached sermons like this before, encouraging all of us to simply tell the story of Jesus and his love. Empower us, make us bold to reach out and share this good news. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us stand. Let us sing. historic week in our nation, asking your presence in our lives and in the hearts and lives of all people. 
Give wisdom to those we have elected to be civil as they are responsible for making tough decisions. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we continue to ask your guidance for us as we contemplate the calling of our new pastor. Lead our call committee in its work. Lead our synod in its work. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we continue to be mindful for those not as blessed as we. Help us to be charitable with our blessings. Lord, in your mercy. As we met today to review this past year, and as we make budget projections for the coming year, lead us in our discussion and our decisions. Lord, in your mercy. And hear now our silent and vocal prayers. Shiva, Three Lotus, Rada, Three Lotus, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Merciful God, we offer with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us, ourselves, our time, and our possessions, signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Andrew was there the night in which our Lord was betrayed, along with his brother Cephas, now called Simon Peter, along with the other ten. After dinner, Jesus took that loaf of bread and he raised it and he said to his disciples, this is my body given for you. Take and eat and do this in remembrance of me. Then having taken the chalice from the table where he sat, he raised that also, saying to his chosen twelve, this is my blood, given and shed for you, for the forgiveness of sins. Drink of it, all of you, and do this often in remembrance of me. Believing that Jesus is truly present here in this bread and this wine, I say to you, what he once said to Andrew, come and see. Jesus invites us to come and see. Our thoughts and our eyes. 
Jesus Christ, given and shed for us for the forgiveness of all our sins. Strengthen us and preserve us unto everlasting life. Peace be with each one of us. Together we say, Amen. Announcements. I have one very, very short one. Thank you, everybody uh, who was able to attend the congregational budget meeting this morning. I appreciate that very much. Uh, the second uh, thing is Dave Rasmussen. He heard from his wife Linda. She's not feeling well. So if you had planned to come to this uh, sing and so, uh, that is postponed until further notice. Uh, Linda's gonna, when she's feeling better, reschedule that. So thanks. So what's a sing and so? Do you know? I know you do. See the banners? Banners back here, and we're going to get banners up here. Sing and so is to, an opportunity for you to come, sing if you want to, music will be played, and so, and have fellowship together to repair our banners. So it's an opportunity for anybody to come. And if you wanted to support people, that are sewing and you don't sew, come anyway. It's fun. So my delegated job by the Social Concerns Committee, they think I like to talk and my voice is pretty crummy. So, But I'm going to talk about come and see. Come and see the kids at home plate that don't have a place to live or are couch surfing. See what they need. We can, we can go and see in our minds, go stop and buy on a Thursday night. I'm not sure when the Tuesday night, when the Beaverton one is open. But see me, and I'll tell you or find out. So our project for social concerns is called the Homeless Youth Winter Needs GEM Drive. GEM is an acronym for things that they can't buy that uh, are, are, are expensive for them. If they have a food stamp card, they can't buy hand warmers, warm clothes, shampoo, deodorant, those kinds of things. So we have um, Lisa and Christine and Tom have put together a flyer. Um, we're going to leave this one here to post, but you can take a picture of it. Or if you want a big one, let me know. And there are some here that are half sheets. Take a picture again, or take one home, share it with your neighbors. There's a lot of people that want to do something. They're not involved in a wonderful organization like Shepherd of the Valley is for, that reaches out to our community. So share it with them and let them, and then invite them here. We are taking donations at any time between now and the 9th of February. And if it's easier for you to donate um, a check or some money to the program, please earmark it for GEM. Um, and we'll do the shopping for you. I'm going to plug, plug in. If you're searching for good deals, sign up for Big Five's email. They get, I get one a day. Today they have gloves, snow gloves, waterproof gloves for $5 a piece. So it, there's lots of little things you can do that make a difference. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Uh, one uh, of our wonderful members uh, commented to me while that announcement was being made, if they're $5 a piece, does that mean $10 a pair? Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> you now have a new church directory that you can have at home and keep track of everybody. However, every time you do something like this, uh, some things slip by our reading, and there are some things that are uh, need to be corrected. Not many, but a few things, and so we will do that in our Wednesday mailings uh, in, in weeks ahead. Uh, for instance, my wife, looking at it, said, well, you, why did you eliminate our email addresses? Uh, went right by my head and, and Tammy's too. So there are some changes that will be uh, given to you in the weeks ahead. But uh, we're thankful for Tammy for uh, uh, following my instructions to uh, put this together. I hope it's a, 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 a beneficial uh, addition to your uh, uh, address book. Okay, any other announcements? Uh, okay, Stacy. Uh, so I just want to make a quick announcement from the call committee. Uh, we will be submitting our MSP this week, which means then we're going to transition into getting ready to do interviewing. Um, so we're going to get ready for that um, in the next coming months, and hopefully we'll have some candidates soon and have more information for you. So we're moving forward. Let's get Thank you, Stacy. And I'm going to uh, ask God to make this happen as fast as he's able to do. Because I'm getting tired of you. <laughs> no, nothing like that at all. We, we're so happy and glad that we can be here. Let's stand and sing our closing hymn. Because he lives, I 
keep me from wrong. I'll be satisfied as long as I walk. Let me walk close to Thee. Just a closer walk with Thee. Granted, Jesus, Him I plead. screen? Yes. You like it up there? Yes. Good. Um, thank you, Jacob, and thank you, Matt, because they're the ones making it possible. Thank you. Yes, thank and, you. and um, an announcement, if anybody wants to help run the slides, especially for the second service, it's super easy, but you have to be paying attention. Um, come talk to me or Matt, and we're trying to get a little like a program together for the schedule of people to run some slides every week. So let us know. Be sure to pick up your new directory. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.